Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg. And once again, I want you all to listen up and get a load of this. The co-founder of Black Lives Matter just bought a home last month in March for $1.4. That's right. $1.4 million. That now brings the total amount of purchases of four homes she acquired since 2016 to $3.2 million. Yet, Patrice Conculus claims to be a Marxist. Yeah, a Marxist, a socialist. Hmm, sounds a bit strange to me. But what's even stranger is the silence I'm getting from the hypocritical media. Yep, the hypocrisy never ends. So like I said, listen up, because you're really going to want to get a load of this. All right, let let me start off, because there's a lot of issues I want to discuss. But this one really, really irks me. And don't get me wrong. You are entitled to buy a home wherever you choose, okay? wherever you choose. But here's a woman, Patrice Concolors and her co-founders. One is her wife of Black Lives Matter. They're proud to be claimed Marxist and believes in Marxism and socialism, blah, blah, blah. They also took in, um, I believe it's 90, that's right, Nine, she told the, in fact, I'm not saying it. Colors told the Associated Press that Black Lives Matter took in $90 million. You hear what I'm saying, folks? $90 million in 2020. $90 million. Now, obviously, you know, a lot went through the roof with the whole George Floyd incidents and the country blew up. But $90 million. Now, this is a woman who co-founded Black Lives Matter. And 
talks about being a Marxist and socialism and, you know, on and on and on we go. And she's proud when her fellow black citizens burn down neighborhoods and destroy and what? Over the outcry, the public outcry that they feel when they feel they're wronged. Ain't burning down her homes. Burn down other homes and other neighborhoods and other businesses. Now, the reason I bring this up is the following. I don't think it's out of the question to say, does this seem a little, you know what, wait a minute here. This is a nonprofit organization founded by a Marxist and she's going out buying homes left and right. One home was for $1.4 million, just, uh, you know, in the L.A. area, okay, near L.A. She bought a home in another place in California, Conyers. Uh, this was with and also had a three, it was a three-bedroom house with an airplane hangar. She purchased that for $415,000. In 2018, she bought a home in South L.A. for 590000 She bought a home in Englewood in 2016 for 510000 And apparently her and her wife, who was one of the co-founders, were looking into this celebrity beachfront area. They didn't purchase anything. You're entitled to look. In, in the Bahamas, where units go for anywhere between $5 million and $20 million. Apparently, Justin Timberlake lives there or has a place there in Tiger Woods. Don't get me wrong. You're entitled to buy a home wherever you want. But I don't think, I do not think it's racist. I do not think it's outlandish for me to question these purchases. I mean, I don't know what she makes, but man, seems like she's doing awfully well. Does running a foundation pay that well? What is what is she paying herself? Do we know that? Nobody's asking questions. This came out in Sunday's New York Post. It came out in Sunday's New York Post. I went... I looked in the New York Times. I looked in the New York Daily News. I looked online. I watched Face the Nation. I watched Meet the Press. Not a peep was mentioned. Not a single word. I, I watched the local newses. Nothing was mentioned. Nothing at all. You don't think something's a little fishy here? You don't think the media has an agenda? Oh, you know, like, we can't question Black Lives Matter. Yeah, you hear the silence? That's what I'm hearing. I mean, it, you have 
the George Floyd, uh, you know, the Derek Chauvin trial, the cop who killed him, and that's what the cop did. And believe me, folks, this is no defense of the cop. Derek Chauvin, as far as I'm concerned, could rot in jail. He killed George Floyd. Who George Floyd was no solid citizen. Everybody's making him out to be a hero. No solid citizen. But he killed George Floyd. So he, he to me, he, I want him to rot in jail for two reasons. One, he killed somebody, killed a human being. And two, his actions turned this country upside down and inside out. So screw Derek Chauvin. But in light of everything going on, and all the protests, everything that we've seen of Black Lives Matter since that terrible day happened when George Floyd was killed. Since that terrible day happened, it was one protest after another protest after another protest, and we kept hearing about white privilege. Kept hearing about white privilege. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't own four homes. I just have one home. And it ain't worth $1.4 million. So forgive me if I'm being a little skeptical or at least inquisitive. I'd like to know, hmm, what kind of money you making running Black Lives Matter? The $90 million that you took in from corporations, well, where is it earmarked to? Where does it go? In light of everything going on right now, I think that's a very, very fair question. I mean, Black Lives Matter has dominated this country. you got athletes, the NBA, especially last year, you had them playing in the bubble the playoffs with people kneeling down black lives matter emblazoned on the courts wearing t-shirts everything black lives matter and by the way if you've been listening to my podcast for any length of time you know how i feel i've said it all along that black lives matter to me is a phony corrupt operation ask me about Ask me to stand shoulder to shoulder with people marching about African-American lives matter. Yes, indeed, I'll do that anytime. Yes, African-American lives matter. But black lives matter is a farce. I said it then. I've said it several times. I will say it again. But people are afraid to attack it. They're afraid to question it. Like I said, you can buy a home wherever you want. You know, it's the same old story. You laugh. You know, head of communist countries and this and that. We've seen it all over the place. It's great to be a socialist and a Marxist and this and that, but you still like your do-re-mi. You still like having plenty of shkarol and gelt and moolah and rubles, rubles and whatever in, in the bank. So nobody... I'm... Absolutely, I was dumbfounded yesterday. I'm saying nobody is talking about this. Nobody. You didn't hear a damn word on the phone. Uh, uh, on the phone. 
uh, you didn't hear a damn word on TV in the papers. I said the only place I saw it was the Post, the New York Post. Now, don't get me wrong. If it was the Post story, fine. They didn't call it any exclusive. So it was the New York Post. Okay, if somebody was first, you still it's still a major story. To me, it's a major story. Not not a word. Let me ask you this, folks. You tell me if it was another corporation, if it was another foundation, and this came out, and somebody went on a purchasing spree, whether it was a politician or what have you. You don't think it would be investigated? I mean, I watched yesterday. I watched Meet the Press and Face the Nation. I was dumbfounded that not a single peep, not a word was brought up. Not a word. How could that be? Not a single word was brought up. Chuck Todd had a four-panel, four-person panel talking about issues. Not a word was brought up. And, and that's why when I said, when we talk about, when we talk about politics, And I think I mentioned this last week. I, I gave Charles Barkley credit because he was talking about, you, you know, Republicans, Democrats, they just want you to hate each other. They don't want to be policymakers. They want to be noisemakers. They want to cause a lot of shit. They want to cause a rift. They, they want to make sure nobody likes each other. That's what they want to be sure about. But what's even more dangerous is that the media is every bit a part of this. It is absolutely disgraceful. Could, you know, is it just because you're a liberal thinker or a conservative thinker or whatever you are? You can't ignore stories. You want to get to the bottom of it? Then you just get to the bottom of it. If you want to defend the story, if you, if you want to prove that Patrice Khan Colors did nothing wrong, simply bought some homes, that's fine, so go out and do the story. But if you, if you want to look me in the face and tell me why should you question anything, then I would say you're full of shit. This is happening far too much in this country. You know what? We're talking about Black Lives Matter. Well, a 12-year-old boy the other day was shot in the chest walking up in, in Harlem. Shot in the chest like 9.30, quarter to 10 at night. Shot in the chest. He's going to live. Fortunately, the bullet went through him. It didn't hit any organs. Shot in the chest. They say it's alleged gang-related to, to young gangs. He was walking with three or four other friends, got shot. 
Where's uh, Black Lives Matter? Where's Ben Crump, who's the new, I call him the ambulance chaser? He's around, you know, anytime somebody gets shot, black person gets shot, he's around. Where's, uh, right in his backyard, where's Al Sharpton? Black Lives Matter. It's a 12-year-old boy shot in the chest. Black Lives Matter? Or is it only Black Lives Matter if the perpetrator was white? You've heard me say this time and time again. When there's a drive-by, a little one-year-old kid gets shot, killed sitting in his, his, which happened last summer, sitting in his stroller, or a young basketball player from Monroe High School in the Bronx gets shot, hanging out in a barbecue, killed. Where's Black Lives Matter then? So I have questions about this. You know, if players, athletes, I've said this time and time again, there is nothing wrong. I applaud people who stand up and stand for something and stand for a cause. All I'm saying is, and I've said this from from the beginning, understand the cause you're standing up for. And you're being made suckers to stand for Black Lives Matter. You want to tell me you're standing for African-American lives mattering? I'm with you. But Black Lives Matter is a ruse. I'm sorry. A 12-year-old boy was just shot in the chest. All right. We hear athletes coming forward all the time. Come forward now. Stamp your feet. Bang your hand on a desk and say, guys, we got to stop killing ourselves, people. This can't be going on. This got to stop. I don't hear that. Because you know what? If it's black on black, it don't sell. White on black, black on white sells. It's racist. It's race. It's sexy. It sells. It's all bullshit. Really. I'm telling you, it is absolutely disgusting. Here's another one for you. I don't know if, if, you know, if you're not in New York, maybe you weren't made aware of this. Uh, I think it happened on Friday. And, And this is important for me to bring up about this because, again, we have issues. And, you know, there's a big trial going on in Minnesota, the George Floyd, you know, Derek Chauvin trial. Just the other day, a police car, I don't know what the term to say, accosted, went up to by a couple of people. Guy's going, we want your badge number. And the guy's guys with a loudspeaker. I quote, 2354 for this dirty motherfucker. That I'm not 
picking at. I'm not saying that. That's I'm quoting, folks. Then another person put a pink a pink toy pig on a police car. That's a pig. That's a gift for you, bitch. Get the fuck out. Move. Now, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. See, back in the day, cop would have got out of the car, grabbed him by the throat, not arrested him, maybe Billy clubbed him, took him into the alley and beat the shit out of him. But we don't live in we don't live in those times any longer. But now you can say and do that and nothing matters. And we're going to call into question a cop's behavior all the time. We're, we're going to call into question a cop's behavior all the time. And, and I don't have a problem with that. And I'm a big police defender. Because we all got to answer to somebody. But there, the police use good judgment. They didn't allow themselves to be coaxed into a battle. They completely left the scene. Completely left the scene. But what would have happened had a cop got out of the car and said to the punk, hey, shut up. Or grabbed him by the throat. Or smacked him in the mouth. And then somebody would have been taking a picture of that. And then we would have had it all over again. You know, there are consequences to actions. But nobody wants to tell the community that. But yet there's there's this immense silence coming from the media. How come this is not an issue? Why don't why doesn't somebody bring out these points? I, I am I the only one thinking a twelve year old kid got shot in the chest? Got shot in the chest. Like, is, is nobody saying, you know, where are the leaders of the community? Because I hear a lot of grandmothers and, and, and women from the neighborhood hollering pissed off and well, they should be. Yeah, it's a war zone they're living in. They say it happens all the time. Where are the leaders of Black Lives Matter? And where are the, the players and, and, and everybody wants to talk about it? All the LeBron Jameses and, and this and that. Where are you going into the neighborhoods and saying, huh? How the hell do you want people to respect us if we don't respect ourselves? I don't think I'm stepping out on a limb by saying that. This shit really pisses me off. I think you can hear it in my voice. I do not understand this. The silence is absolutely sickening. It's not a story. I'll tell you what, you take any, any politician or anybody else was going out purchasing homes at the rate that Patrice Khan Colors was doing it. And believe me, you'd have people screaming, crying and investigating. I'm not hearing nothing. I'm not hearing a damn thing. Really. It, it, you know, t- talking about hypocrisy, 
you know, it's not just, I'm not just talking about this issue. So I was watching, um, as I said, Meet the Press and Face the Nation. But in particular, uh, Meet the Press, this really irked me. They had Secretary of State on um, Anthony Blinken. So they were talking, they were discussing the origins of COVID. Todd, uh, Chuck Todd was discussing it with uh, with the Secretary of State. And the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, said this, China knows in the early stages of COVID, it didn't do what it needed to do. Not to talk about China here. China knows in the early stages of COVID, it didn't do what it needed to do, which was in real time, give access to international experts, which was in real time to share information, which was in real time to provide real transparency. And a result of that, of the failure, is that the virus got out of hand faster and with much, much more egregious results than it might have been otherwise. Hmm. So Secretary of State Anthony Blinken was taking China to task. I commend him for doing that. But I also remember, and he's gone. Let him stay gone. I remember when Donald Trump was taking China to task. Everybody was calling him a racist, a hate monger, this and that for taking China to task. Everybody was, the administration was being blasted for questioning the World Health Organization. Now, they were talking about it yesterday, including Chuck Todd bringing up the World Health Organization. Explain to me. Explain to me. It now it's okay. So now what do we now we're gonna applaud? And and I get it. That it's the politics. Everything is the politics. This COVID, everything, China, it's all the politics. Chuck Todd brought up with uh, Blinken yesterday about China's treatment of the uh, Uyghurs there. You know, basically, it's, uh, you know, genocide. So the question Chuck Todd posed was, how do you do business with any country that you believe is committing genocide? Hmm. Now, for those of you who have been with me long enough, you've heard me question the NBA several times, taking them to task for doing business with China. Daryl Morey, the former general manager of the Houston Rockets, was lambasted, lambasted for saying, fight for freedom, uh, stand with Hong Kong lambasted 
lambasted by players, by LeBron James and other people in the NBA. But it's okay to ask, for Chuck Todd to ask, how do you do business with people that, that you believe to be committing genocide? Well, you just wake up? Again, folks, it's what I call media having an agenda. Speaking of agendas, here's another agenda. So I, I said, uh, told you on Meet the Press yesterday that um, uh, Chuck Todd, he had a four-person panel. One of those panel members, uh, Peter Alexander, who's a host of uh, uh, Today on the weekends. And they were talking about the border. And it was brought up that um, the border is in crisis. You know, it's a mess. And Peter Alexander brought it up that Kamala Harris, Vice President of the United States, who President Joe Biden put her in charge of taking care of what is going on at the uh, the border to find out what's the problems with the triangle of El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras. She was put in charge, was like three weeks ago. She hasn't made any trips there. She visited a bakery in Chicago. It's out in California. And Peter Alexander said to Chuck Todd, and she's not going to be traveling there for the next two months. So this is going to be interesting to watch. There's going to be a lot of pressure, to which Chuck Todd's reply was, I'm sure it's going to be a talking point on the right. I'm sure it's going to be a talking point on the right. I've already been hearing that on talk radio. You've already been hearing that on talk radio. You're sure it's going to be a talking point on the right? Well, Peter Alexander, one of your panel people, just brought it up to you. Yeah. It's a talking point, okay? It's a talking point. But it's only going to come on the right? Now, you tell me, folks, who's spreading the agenda right there? Who is spreading the agenda right there? I, I'm telling you that it that shouldn't be an issue in this country. I think it should. I don't care what side you're on, a Republican or a Democrat, it's an issue. There's a crisis going on at the border. And let me tell you, folks, I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, who you like, left, right, in between. Believe me, if this crisis was going on, if this crisis was going on while Trump was in office, the media would be screaming blue murder. Blue murder. I mean, Joe Biden put 
Kamala Harris in charge. You don't make nobody's talking about that. What are you doing, uh, Vice President Harris? What are you doing? You going to visit bakeries in Chicago? Going out to California? You know what they're all doing? They're all covering their asses. That's what they're all doing. And their asses are being covered by the media. It is a disgrace. Yeah, we got a lot of problems in this country. You got people who don't want to be policymakers. You got people who want to just break balls on both sides of the aisle. And then you got the media who just pick their spots. We no longer have, as far as I'm concerned in this country, I, and, I, and I don't want to, you hate to generalize, but I don't, I don't want to do that. But man, the media in general has become a disgrace. If you're going to do stories, if you're going to cover stories and be so righteous about it, then cover it the way they should be covered. Whether it's Black Lives Matter, whether it's trials, whether it's neighborhoods, whether it's politics, what have you. Cover it the right way. I'm telling you, what I got to see this past week was just an absolute disgrace on every front. And the media in this country, once again, I will say it, should be flat out ashamed of themselves. Their behavior, their actions are disgraceful. And that, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to get a load of you as always. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do so on Twitter at Russ Salzberg. You can do it on Facebook. You can also check out my website at russsalzberg.com. Big time thank you to my home here at Believe.com. Believe is the number one podcast network for pros. But above all, I want to thank you, the people out there, because without you, the people, I'd have nobody here to be talking to. So until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to all of you, bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Have yourselves a great day. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.